and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 28. Thankfully, we've got some news this week to talk about. We've got sports to talk about this week. Big episode. I'm excited. Joined, as always, by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. Great day. Awesome. All right. Well, winners and losers. Cam, hot streak, I believe. Uh, I actually haven't checked in a few hours, but last time I checked, you were blowing us out. Let me just confirm real quick. Oh, no. Yeah, no, Cam. Cam is the winner of the Waste Take of the Week with the Dave Portnoy Mets take. Didn't expect that one to win. I Um, did. You you were second. Damn it. I was last again. I am cold. I'm cold. But uh, Cam, two weeks in a row winner. You've got nine points now leading the league. How are you feeling? Um, Feeling smart. Um, It's it's clear at this point who, who... you know the the leader of the pack is here in terms of knowledge and and all the, you know all the strategy and, and research and analytics that go into this process. You know I, I work hard, um, you know on and off the field. I have to put in a lot of my time, and it's good to see it paying off. So I I I don't like this take win this week because the the talk of Dave Portnoy buying the Mets is like not existing anymore. It, they're not talking about it anymore. Yeah, so, it's still one, so I'll give it to him. Yeah, he is still one. Um, I mean, I'm a loser. I can't do anything. I'm coming in last every poll. I, I'm trying the pander picks. They're not working. I don't know, man. But, Tucker, we're going to go with a winner for you this week because Thank you. Uh, one of your ways to takes was Cam Newton will make the playoffs. Now, not saying he's going to, but there's a much better chance now that he's actually on a team. So, but we'll get much more into that later. Chances are up. That's going to be the entire podcast. Um, I'm going to throw out uh, – a, a loser for myself as well. Um, the Wasted Takes crew went and played golf this week. I didn't hit him well. Uh, Tucker Tucker had you know couple, couple you shots. had a couple great drives. Probably had the drive of the oh, day. Oh yeah, I forgot about late that. Late in the hole, late in the late in the back nine. Uh, Dill, you you hit him pretty solidly. I'd Dill say. Was but solid all day. I mean, I I got a lot of work to do. We're so. gonna need to have a Wasted Takes competition where we get off on the links. Yeah, and Cam's got to go to a course in Florida, tell us his numbers, and then we'll we'll, we'll average them out. We're down with that? All right. So yeah. golf, big, I suck, but we'll figure it out. Um, okay. Uh, any other winners and losers, or can we just jump right into uh, We got to get into it. All right. Well, Wasted Takes, I mean, uh, does anybody want to go first? I'd, I'd love, love to. Okay, uh, you go first. You lead it off. I feel like my takes can be similar, but go ahead. Okay, so this one might get a few people mad. Um, but Cam Newton's the most talented quarterback in Patriots history. In terms of raw talent, I don't think it's that close. Name a single ta- quarterback with as much talent, raw talent, as Cam Newton. You can't name Doug, him. Doug Flutie. Nope. Not Cam Newton. Okay. So that is the short and sweet? That's is that it. The take? Short and sweet. All right. So in terms of raw talent, I don't agree because Tom Brady is extremely talented. In terms of raw athleticism, you might be right. I think that would have been the better better term to use as an athlete. I chose wisely. Um, I think Brady's a more talented quarterback because he he reads defenses better. He's smarter. He had he has he throws a better ball. He has had more success in the league. I mean, I see him as more talented. But I do think I mean, obviously, Cam Newton's a freak of an athlete, and uh, so I, I disagree with the talent word. If you were to say athleticism, yes, because When's the last time the Patriots had a mobile quarterback? Steve Grogan. I don't even know when that was. It was like the 80s, maybe. They had 
Brady. They had Bledsoe, pocket passer. They had Zolak, who sucked. Love him, but he sucked. Um, I mean, they've had not a guy like this in ever. You're right. You're right about that in terms of athleticism and just raw ability, like as an athlete. I think Brady's a more talented quarterback. I'd rather have Brady in my backfield right now. Right now, I'd rather right have now. Brady. Yes. No. Rather have Cam Newton. Uh, Dylan, go in. So I can't see this as a as anything bad for the Patriots. I mean, you want to get a guy uh, who's got the athleticism. I think. I mean. It's tough because he was kind of on a down spell for the past couple of years. And in terms of raw talent, um, maybe when he was on his uh, um, MVP season, you can consider him having more raw talent or the most in Patriots history. But right now, I'd say no, because he's getting kind of old and broken. Well, he's 31. He's not old. He is broken. He's been hurt for the past two seasons. I wouldn't say he's old, though. I mean, 31 is when Brady was 31, he tore his ACL and he came back and won three more Super Bowls. So. What happens to athletic quarterbacks like that when they get You're right. Old? No, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. He is older because he's older for his age because he's such he's a mobile football quarterback. football old. Yeah. Uh, Cam, go in. You're not. You're muted again. You do this every we time. Got, we got phone ringing in the back. We got Cam muted. He's still muted. Later. Oh, here we but, go. Uh, you brought it up, Tucker. I think this is just crazy because you're <laughs> sitting here thinking, preaching Lamar Jackson's only good for a year. Didn't say that. It, Lamar Jackson's oh, legit. Not today. Not today. No, well, I'm now fully on the mobile QBs of the future. Pocket passers are a thing of the past. You've been quoted <laughs> saying, once the league figures them out, they're done. Blah, 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 etc. Cam Newton was figured out pretty quick. Um, he actually started as more of like a passer. He threw for like 4,000 yards the first couple of years. Then he rotated into the mobile aspect, um, made it to the Super Bowl, not a winner. Um, Business he decision. Got, he just got figured out, and, he, and he, he wasn't that good. And Lamar was way better in every aspect. And now he's 31, and you expect him to play on the same level. He doesn't have the same arm that he had back then. He doesn't have the same legs. He's he's a wash. He's he's a no. he's a pick for um, Belichick just to to make people happy. I, I I think it'll be very exciting to see what Belichick can come up with with him because uh, we we haven't seen his type of uh, skill set in a Patriots uniform. Um, but I think we can hold off for the rest of the combo for later. I yeah, can't. yeah, we, we shouldn't go Trey, too in depth. Okay, I'll wait, I'll wait say more. Yeah, but no. So mine will go off of it. It's not directly Cam Newton related, but it kind of is. Um, I've been towing around this take for about a month now. I've done three straight weeks of Patriots takes about how the Patriots are going to defy expectations. My Stidham take might not, might not come true now. Yeah, after this. It's, a loser. Uh, it's pretty, pretty big loser. I'll put myself on the loser list, but I'm not ready to say that yet because my, I, I could see Jared Stidham winning the job. My, my take is I've been towing around this take for three weeks. Here's the take. Patriots are winning the AFC East. The Tank is off. That's what this Cam Newton signing tells me. It tells me the tank is off. Belichick is trying to win. He does not care about like building for next year. He, he is going to always reload and go in. The Patriots are going to win the AFC East. It could be Jared Stidham at the quarterback position. I could see Cam Newton getting cut in the first in the second week of training camp. I mean, it's happened to high-profile vets like that before. I don't think it will. I do think Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback for the Patriots this year, and I think he will play somewhat decently. I don't think he's going to be 2015 Cam Newton, but I think he could get 
you know, somewhere close to that level again uh, as an elite quarterback in the NFL. Um, So my take is just that the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. I I wasn't really confident in any other AFC East teams. I think the Jets are a dumpster fire. They they they're awful. The Bills, I don't trust Josh Allen. I I just think I mean all you have to look at was his playoff performance where he thought it was a good idea to like throw the ball like five yards ahead of him on a run. Like he's just not, he's not there yet. And the dolphins, I mean, you got a rookie coming in, who knows who he's going to be. He got pretty banged up last year too. Sure. They made some splash in the draft, but at the end of the day, they weren't a great team last year. So I could easily see the Patriots winning this division. I don't see why not. And especially because Belichick has basically said, screw the tank. We're in now. So that's the take. Patriots win the AFC East. Uh, we were talking about you were saying 13 win season before the podcast, Tucker. I think they win at least 10 games this year. Now let me say this is the ultimate Vander pick. I just want to start <laughs> off with that. I mean, just it's prevalent pandering. to what's going on right now. No, it's just pandering to the next level, but that's fine. I, even won. my pander picks. Congrats on Trey winning take of the week off the easiest take of all time. But um, <laughs> I thought these were supposed to be wasted takes, not just like oh, let me say it. Let me say whatever the people want to hear. But that's beside the point. I mean, I 100% agree with this. Yeah, so how is that? that, What do you mean? It's a pander pick. Oh, wow. It's a pander pick, but it's also a pick that's prevalent to the news, and it's not a guarantee. There's no guarantee that they win it this year. So, I don't know. Continue. Whatever. You agree with me. I agree. Fullheartedly. Patriots win the AFCs because at the end of the day, we're still the Patriots, and they're still them. And that's how it is. (laughs) Dill? I'm going to go off ahead and say, call myself a winner, because uh, when we were talking about Belichick and the Patriots taken months ago, uh, I was firm on the belief that I'll Belichick give you that. would not be the one to be down for tanking. He would find a way. He would always scrap. And I think that's what they're doing. They went out and grabbed, I think, the best available quarterback that they could have got. Yeah. And so they went out and grabbed him. For in, nothing? In, in terms of, in term, <laughs> in the most Belichickian move ever, in, he got in, a fucking 2015 MVP and got him for the vet men. <laughs> in t- in terms of them winning the AFC East, I mean, it puts them in a good spot now to have a quarterback who is probably better than the one that they had before in an already pretty weak division. Uh, I think the biggest challenge is going to be Miami. They always struggle. Playing against Miami, yep. Uh, just in general, and with a new team, a new system, new quarterback, I, I don't know how that's going to match up, but it'll definitely be an exciting uh, uh, division to watch for sure. It's going to be probably the most you said. I think you said this maybe on the pod. It's the ma- most exciting Patriots season in the past it's, twenty years. It'll be fun to be a fan yeah. this year. Uh, Cam, what do you think? Pats winning the division. Um, this changes nothing for me. I actually like the Cam Newton pick. I wanted to see him play somewhere, and this is going to be the best opportunity for him to play. Um, I don't think he's going to be good. He's going to get hurt. I, I think I, it's it's a slap in the face to Jared Stidham. That's I guess true. you could call it like, oh, I need to work even harder now, but this guy's been working out with the receivers, hitting up the receivers, trying to hang out with them already, and then you bring in this huge personality. And you know there's already people on the team. Spot Gilmore was tweeting. Everybody's you know all on board with Cam Newton. And he's going to take, you know, half the team, and half the team's going to want him to start. And then all the guys that were faithful to sit him when he reached out and tried to, you know, learn about them and learn the system and, and practice with them, they're going to say, "Well, this guy's been putting in work. I want." And it's just going to, I think it's going to, it's going to do more damage than than better. I still think they they go seven and nine. 
that's uh, not no that's not, I so I disagree, but we can get again more into it later about why I disagree. That's not a terrible take though, Cam. I I, I see your point. Stidham, the Stidham thing I'll I'll talk about more when we get into the full depth. But you still have the Dolphins with the division or Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fitzpatrick leading the helm. All righty. Uh, Dill, ways to take. Got yeah, one. Yeah, okay. So we got baseball coming back. We got an official date coming back. Players report July 1st. First game start 23rd. 23rd of July, I believe. So here's my take. We have – so baseball is a tough game, right? Typically what happens is that – Early in the year, it's always a pitcher's game. It takes a while for the hitters to, to come back um, because they're not facing as live pitching as regularly. Pitchers have the baseball, so it's easier for them to make an impact right away at the beginning of the season. And because of this shortened season, only playing 60 games, it's really going to come down to um, who can uh, come out at, on the come out the gates hard and play well. And notoriously, who's been good at that is the past four years, the Tampa Bay Rays. Ooh. Tampa Bay Rays are coming out this year using their opener strategy where they pitch like a pitcher, uh, one pitcher for like two innings, and then they switch to another pitcher, and then before the lineup turns around again, they switch to another pitcher. Um, I think they're going to roll with that strategy for the entire 60 games because they, the pitchers only have three weeks to get ready. Starting pitching is going to be a joke. Guys aren't going to be ready, but this strategy with the Rays will work. And the hitters are already going to have a little bit of an advantage um, because the other team's pitchers are not going to be as ready. So I th- And notoriously, uh, Tampa Bay Rays are a fast team. And when games are tough on pitching, what kills them is speedy runners. So for so that plays into the hands of Tampa Bay Rays. And I'm going to say the Tampa Bay Rays are going to win the AL. East for the first time, God knows how long, and they're going to make a push for the 2008, maybe 2008, 2009, that, and and they're going to make a push, and I'm going to say they're going to go all the way, win this year, World Series champs. You doubled I down. I thought, see, I, see, I thought you were going to say that at first, and you said AL East, then you doubled. I love that. Okay, so thinking about this, I know nothing about the Rays. The Rays have been off my radar forever. I mean, but in terms of the MLB season, like 60 games sounds like a lot of games, no. but then you think. And you're like, oh my god, that's two and a half months, like two two and a quarter months of play. It's nothing. And you're 100 percent right that teams that come out quick, uh, it's gonna... are 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 poised to be dangerous. And I mean, I again, I I know that the Sox aren't it right now. I don't know about the Yankees. I don't know about the Blue. I I know less about the Blue Jays than I do the the, the Tampa Bay Rays, but. I, I could see that. Ha- I could see them definitely winning the AL East. I don't know if I'm ready to say World Series, but I could definitely see them winning the AL East. I mean, you're right that starting pitching is going to be. I mean, this is going to. So here's the thing about it. Actually, you know what? I'll save that for when we talk about it more. But I, you know what? I'll agree with the take. I don't hate it. I'll agree with them. But Ray, I'll put some money on the Rays. Why not, Tucker? I'll play about the Rays right now. If you think that's a good call, <laughs> I mean, there's value on it, I guess. So fuck it. Um, but yeah, I think that starting pitching is going to vastly change based off of this. I think this whole change is going to change how people use their pitchers. I don't think they're like teams that only have four good starters. I think you're going to go down to four starters. I think it's going to be teams that use their relievers a lot more often just because it's a shortened season and you don't have to worry. This about is that formulating a take for next week for me that I might use for my way to take this. The, this the, the Rays team is formulated in such a way that they have pitchers who 
can pitch three innings every two days, and they got seven of them, and then they got a guy who can go out at the beginning of the game and just get three quick outs. They're set up to win games early, and other teams are not going to be very not going right to be now. ready to win games early because they they don't have the time to get ready for those first month of games. It's going to take them thirty games to be ready to go. You saw the uh, the Nationals won the World Series last year. They were nineteen and one and done it this year and forty one after their first sixty games. Yeah, so it's going to be wild. a team that comes out hot on the gates. A speedy team will help for sure because nobody's going to be in, in that great a shape as they were before. I mean, they will be in shape, but not probably not as well. And speed will kill those players that are just not as ready as they need to be. And Cam? Gray's got that. Cam, thoughts? No, I think this is probably one of your, your best takes, your most reasonable thought-out takes. Um, I think it's a shame that you know, you're not going to be able to explain that in the poll, so I don't think you're going to win it <laughs> because people are gonna be like, what are you talking about? Not with the new format. The new format, I'll I'll write a goddamn book about what Dylan wants to say next week because he's always on me about what I write. I I told you we needed to switch up the the poll with the picture and the letter thing a few weeks ago. Well, I did it. Like, what the heck's good? What's that? Yeah, but that's I think that's part of the reason I got such a low score because I mine was blocked when you're just looking at it unless you open up the picture. That's also true because mine was right in the middle and I got a good. I'd like we're getting off. We're on a tangent, but Cam, continue. So the only thing I, I might think is I think every team has this mindset that they're like, okay, we need to play as if we were trying to win the first 60 games of the season. Whereas, yes, the Rays do that naturally in the regular season, but I think teams are going to change their mindset to adapt to that kind of Rays um, I'm, I'm play pretty- style. So I think the Rays will be better at it, yes, but I think other teams are going to, you know, do the same thing, and I don't think it's going to guarantee I would be, I would that much be, of an edge I would actually be pretty surprised if other teams uh, picked up that strategy with the opener. The Rays have been doing it for a few years now. Um, they don't do it every game, but I would not be surprised if they roll it out 95% of the time and just put other teams in bundles because they can't get, you know, like, in on a... On a, on a starting pitcher and see a guy three times. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Uh, Cam, you got a way to stay for us? <laughs> oh, boy, do I. Um, so I got one that that will uh, negate Trey's obsessive pander pick. That is the exact opposite of the pander pick. Um, you guys all like it. Trey specifically will hate it. Um, I was looking into, I don't even know how I thought about this, but I was looking at um, the Vikings schedule. Oh, my God. And they got two primetime games this year. It's simple and easy. I think they win both their primetime games this year. Very simple. That's, that's, that's the, the games. What? It's against the Seahawks. In Seattle, and then I forgot the second one. But I think Kirk Cousins has the most to lose this year with just, you know, being that average quarterback and making the playoffs and winning a game and beating good teams and then never, never coming through with it and people always giving it flack. It's it's make or break for Kirk Cousins this year. If he can't perform on prime time, he's out. 
Um, I think he's going to. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a year. I mean, I'm not that much of a football guy like you guys are, but what's the difference between winning a primetime game there is not any other game this there season. is not what like that does cousins does not perform this is what fans of, the, of non-patriot teams don't understand they win two primetime games a year oh what a great season we did awesome heck yeah high fives all around i mean they're professional athletes they should go out with the same a game mindset, is a game regardless of where it's played oh, when it's played what time no. what stage what weather what surface What's going on There's in the world? It's a different it doesn't mean atmosphere, like a Monday night game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, who cares? It doesn't matter. If you are an NFL player, they got so many more eyes on them. It's not just their fans. If it's you're everyone. a professional athlete, that should be the last thing you should be thinking about when you're on the field. That's like saying, like, oh, it's just a World Series game. Uh, Do you think Brady last year, that's how Brady was going out in the primetime games being like, oh, I got to play well tonight. That's how winners win. They don't let the the heat of the battle and, and say, get to their head. They go out there and they do their job. They play the game. Cam, go ahead. Just said you don't know about football, so just I'm just saying professionally, play. that's how you gotta go about it, no matter what sport you play. MLB players that's play it. primetime games too. Hockey players play primetime games too. Wesley and I rivalry. I mean, it definitely is a bigger thing uh, for football, but it still shouldn't affect the players. The players gotta go out and play the game regardless. Doesn't matter. Dude, just just give me a second to explain this to you, dude. Jesus. Um I I didn't just make this take to, to to be like, oh, big deal, they won two primetime games. Kirk Cousins is notoriously known yes. for never winning on Monday night or Sunday night, ever. Never, ever, ever. When he's in the big game, he never wins. And so this year, so this is a Kirk he is Cousins going take. to win those games. Yes. And, yes this What's is the actual Kirk take? This isn't about Kirk Cousins is winning, that the Vikings are winning both the, their primetime games this year. All right. Cam, sweet I like the okay. take. Sweet. Cam, sweet I take. like the take because Kirk Cousins is known as like this guy, oh, he can't win the big game. I think he can win the this big This is not game. a big game. It's just like any other game. That's no, my point. it's not. It's a primetime game. There's a John. difference. It ma- it'll matter. It, de- it will depend if it will matter. If it's actually a divisional like problem game, like it, you got to win to win the division, yeah, then it's a big game. Yeah, but that regardless of if it's prime time, it <laughs> yeah, could have been that could Sunday, be on Sunday at one or Thursday at yeah. four or whatever the heck they do now. This take and saying like, oh, I think Joe Burrow is going to win both his five time games. Is that Kirk Cousins doesn't win? I don't know the stat, but I don't think he's ever won a prime time. No, game. he won one this I'm year. So, can I? Okay. I'd like to address the, the take thing further. Is that he doesn't win primetime games, and we saw it last year. One of our episodes was going off during a primetime Vikings versus Packers game. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, I like this take from you, Cam, because last time you went up against me, Vikings versus anti-Vikings, I came out spotless. It was our first episode. We went to the bar after to celebrate the, the birth of our podcast, and we watched Kirk Cousins poop himself on the field. And he will do that again. The Vikings will never win with Kirk Cousins at the quarterback. They won't win. They will. They may win the division. Good for them. <laughs> that, that, and then they maybe win a playoff game like they did last year. They will not win. They will not do anything of note. They will. They will like. I'm. You don't. Viking fans. If you guys get amps about winning one playoff game, good for you. All right. That's that's sick. I I. They, Kirk Cousins is 
one of my least favorite quarterbacks in the league. I think he's vastly overrated. I think I never thought he was ever good. I didn't think he was good in Washington. I didn't think he was good in, in wherever else, Minnesota. The Vikings stink, and they will always stink. I, I don't agree with the take. They will lose at least one of those games. And you know what? As much as I've been saying another game's another game, yeah, he will he will be thinking about how important this game is, and he'll crap himself on the field. Go ahead, Cam. I'll just, I'll, I'm not changing my take, but this is an add-on take. Should Cam Newton start as many games as Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins will put up better stats and a better record. Uh, okay, maybe better stats. I will not agree better record. That's a better take. Nope. Nope. Can't change it. I'm not changing it. I'm just saying that's an add-on. Double win. Vikings stink. I hate the Vikings. For no reason. For no reason I hate them. But, all right. Eric's. <laughs> <laughs> wasted, wasted takes. Uh, a classic wasted. I takes. might win this week. I might win this week. Wow! Congrats, man. Proud of you. All right. I like my take. Ultimate. I like Dylan's take. I just best. like this podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get into the big news, the Cam Newton news. Let's, we've already touched on it slightly, but I mean, I'll give my thoughts on it. So a couple months ago, I was anti Cam Newton. I said I didn't want them to sign Cam Newton. That's because I thought he was going to be asking for like legit starting money. I mean, this is this is a no lose situation. Here's the couple things that could happen. Cam Newton comes in. He balls out this year. The Patriots win a ton of games, make it to the playoffs. You know, who knows if they win a Super Bowl or not. Probably not, but, I mean, they ball out. They win a bunch of games. He goes somewhere else at, for a, you know, mega deal, and we have to continue with Jared Stidham. I'm fine with that. He comes in, and he stinks. He either gets cut or he just blows out the gate. Jared Stidham comes in. Again, great thing for the Patriots. You got your guy learning and coming in for experience. Um, this is, I mean, I, I've never disliked Cam Newton. I, my second team is the Panthers. So I've always kind of been a Cam Newton fan. Uh, I rooted for them hard, uh, in the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 50. Um, he didn't look great that game. He made the business decision where the ball was right in front of him. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to touch that. Hopefully that's changed. Hopefully Bill can change that about him. Another great thing about this is Belichick signing him. And if he plays well, and sign somewhere else, they'll get a contempt, uh, a compensatory draft pick. To, like 20 minutes after they signed him, they just found out they lost a third-round draft pick for the Bengals filming thing. So, I mean, they could get that pick right back. Uh, and they buried the news about that. Nobody's talking about that. So, I mean, I love the signing. I love Super Cam. Uh, I think he could be good. I mean, if he's healthy, I think he could be good. Uh, and I'm ready to dab on the haters for the next eight months. So... Tucker, your reaction to the signing, what do you think? I love it. Um, little fun fact about Cam. Name three of Cam Newton's receivers he's had. Funchess. Uh, uh, Gwen. Gwen. And Greg Olson. He's a tight end. But my whole point is... Calvin Benjamin. Cam Newton's never had a good receiving core. Yes, yeah, that's a lie. No, he hasn't. Look at the stats. Like, uh, Ted Ginn never has put up a thousand yard season in his entire life. Neither well, has the, Benjamin or Funches. So the Patriots. Now I do they think, have a good receiving core because I don't I, think they do. I could mm-hmm. say that I would say maybe Julian Edelman might. But outside of Steve Smith, Julian Edelman might be the best receiver he's ever had. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But and I, I, if Neil can't, if Trey, as your take was last week about Nikhil Harry having a breakout year this year. He could. 
Nikhil Harry could be a legitimate two op, like a very good two option. If he can learn the if playbook. If he can learn. I was looking up Nikhil Harry highlights this week. And he was incredible. In college, against. He was incredible. <laughs> no, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was just him, his hands. Great hmm. hands. So, but I'm going to say that this might be the best receiving core that he's, Cam Newton's ever had. I mean, Sin- Cam I mean, Newton has Sinu- never, they never gave him a first round pick as a wide receiver. He's never worked with a first round wide receiver in his entire life. Well, he had, like what's his name? Uh, who's a kid from Maryland that went there? DJ Moore? Was that it? DJ Moore was there. He was. He might have been first round. I don't think he was because I know that the pan. I know I read something about the Panthers not signing a first round wide receiver the entire time he was there. Maybe not signing, but they might have drafted one. I don't know. But Dylan, uh, Dylan, you got any thoughts on on it? I, you guys are getting too deep, I think, into the rosters of the, of this. I think all that matters is what Belichick can scheme up. Um, Cam Newton, tremendous athlete, can stay healthy. DJ Moore was drafted in the first round. So to who? <laughs> to who? The Panthers. No, that can't be true. It is true. He's on God the Panthers it. currently. Okay, that's that's not on my part. I, <laughs> I swear to God, I read that. <laughs> but go ahead, Bill. It just comes down to if he could stay healthy. If if if, <sighs> if the Pats can come up with some sort of scheme, they can definitely be better with him than without him. So I'm uh, full on board on the Cam Newton train. I. Give credence to Cam's argument about him and his uh, like attitude around himself and everything. I hope that you know the fact that he took this small deal for not as much money. Maybe in that, maybe that'll clear his head a little bit or something because he realizes that he maybe he's not worth as much as he like acts. But how has he been selfish? Like, what has he done wrong in his career? He, he dresses flamboyantly. He walked off on a press conference at the Super Bowl. He walked off because there was a guy sitting directly behind him saying they were sh- how they were shutting him down. If I just lost the biggest game of my life, I probably wouldn't have loved that either. No. I don't think he's a diva. I really don't. Like, I've never seen the type of action. I forgot about that. Tucker's showing me a video right now. I did forget about the time that he had the flat footballs, and he was like, he was like oh, what is this, Tom Brady? And he's like, I'm not going to throw it, like, making fun of Deflategate. So, I mean, he's got a lot to learn. 100%. But I don't I don't think he's a diva. I, I haven't seen that out of him. Uh, I mean, there was the business decision where he didn't get the fumble. That was tough. But, you know, you know, when you're in a scrum and there's like 100 people in front of you diving for a ball, maybe you panic a little bit. Uh, I don't think he's, you know, the best quarterback in the league at all. 100%, but I think they can win games with him. And I think that That's it's going to be – comes down to. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what Belichick and McDaniels do with the first, like, mobile quarterback they've ever had – in 20 in 30 years in their in their entire tenure with the Patriots they've never had a mobile quarterback uh Cam uh you said you like the signing but you don't think it'll be a change what did you like about it what do you not like about it what do you think is going to happen I like that he went somewhere because I do think he deserves a spot I mean he was the best free agent available and he's better than I don't know 10 quarterbacks in the NFL in my personal opinion um but I just I don't think that that he's a fit, and like I said before, I think it's just going to be, he's going to butt heads a little bit with the whole um, organization um, outside of a few guys. I just, I I don't see him fitting in there. Like I said, I would have liked him on the Steelers um, in that backup role a little bit. I would have liked him on the Dolphins, um, kind of, even if he was a backup there for a little bit. I think he, he needs to 
start a team from the ground up where Patriots still have a bunch of guys on that team that are leaders. Um, I think the best thing about him is that when he was at Auburn, Auburn wasn't that great, and he brought them up. When he was at, at the Panthers, he was the number one pick, and he brought them up. I, I don't see him leading the Patriots like, like he would with a, a new star. I think he's going to he's gonna butt heads with some people that he's going to try to be you know the top guy as soon as he walks in there. And I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Didn't you have a ways to take that was news to the Dolphins? Yes, I did. Uh, and loser, happens, loser on the list. On the list. Have, loser. You know what? If the, if the Dolphins signed Cam Newton, he'd be like, Dolphins are going 16-0 this year. But um, fun fact, the Patriots are now the third most likely team, according to Vegas, to win the AFC. They are also – so I, I looked into this. They jumped from ninth in power rankings, which was way too high, to eighth. And they jumped, uh, they jumped the Bills as favorites to win the AFC East now. Yeah. So I think that he he can win games. I I don't like I like I've said I'm a Stidham guy. I think Stidham could be good in this league. I think they're really high on him. Um, but I think that this gives them a better chance to win games right now. Going back to Stidham, I almost said it during my take, but I really don't think this is a negative for him. I mean, you're you're you were drafted. This is the Patriots. You're not you're not gifted a job. Like you you have to now prove that you're better than Cam Newton. And guess what the best thing about this is is the Patriots don't care who you are. If you are the, if you are the best player, you will win the spot. Good. Yeah. It's so if he goes out, out the best of the if he he's gonna have to and and something about him they were talking about on Boston Sports Radio. He's been in Texas for a week now. He's not up north. He's not training with people. He's not working out. He's in Texas with his wife. You know, you got to take your vacations, take your vacations. But that might, I mean, maybe that was something, maybe that was a red flag for Belichick that decided to make him pull the trigger. But, I mean, he's going to have to really work now because he's going up against a former overall number one pick and an MVP. And I don't think that's a bad thing for him. That's going to, I mean, if, if my quarterback can't beat out another guy in training camp, then I don't want him on the field. As much as I like him, if he can't beat somebody out, then I don't want him on the field. And, you know, worst case st- scenario for Stidham, you, you lose the job. You're the backup. Just make just make sure you beat out Brian Hoyer. You're the backup, <laughs> and you learn from Cam. You know, maybe maybe you develop as a little bit of a runner. You know, you learn from a guy who has gone, who has won a conference, and you become a better quarterback. So I don't think it's the worst thing for him. What do you guys think? Do you think it, Stidham's mad? Do you think he's he's out? What do you think? I'm not sure with Stidham, honestly. I I still like Stidham. I think he could be a good QB because I trust who Bill Belichick picks, but I think when opportunity to get Cam Newton for the vet men comes around, I think anyone would take it. I don't think anyone's going to say no to that deal. This is a no-lose situation. No. For, for anybody. He could be a backup QB, and guess what? He's making the same amount as Brian Hoyer right now. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, let's just quickly go around. Uh, win totals for the Patriots. I got them winning at least 10 games now. I got them winning the division. Uh, they're going to win the games they need to win. Tucker? I have them at 10 games, but I think that's more than enough to win the division due to the fact that they're playing the NFC West. That's true. Uh, Dill? I'm going to go slightly below you. I'm going to go 9-7, and seven, and I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I, I look at the other teams and I'm like, who? Yeah, who's going to win? beat them, yeah. so I don't know. It's tough, but... I don't know if uh, Newton's got the stamina, so so we'll we'll see. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, Cam, win total for the Patriots. Win total? Yeah. 
Seven. I said seven. I stick by seven. All right. So moving on. Uh, I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to dab forever. Um, baseball. We were wrong. It's coming back. Yes, sir. For now. Maybe. I'm still <laughs> not ready now. to say. As much as it makes me a pessimist, I'm not ready to say that baseball will come back. Not but, until the first pitch is thrown. Yep. What, um, is, what is it? Yankees and Washington? I don't I freaking know. Um, but first game. Like Dylan said, uh, coming back, p- players are reporting to their to their home stadiums the first opening day on the 23rd and 24th. 60 games, 40 of them divisional, 20 interleague, uh, universal DH. Uh, trade deadline is August 31st, so you can still get that last move in. And this is really interesting: automatic runner on second base in regular season extra inning games. So I guess I just want to get everybody's reaction to this. Um, I think it's going to happen. I will not be a pass. I do think now that we have some a plan in place, it will happen. I'm not ready 100%. I'll say 85%. Um, but, I mean, my I guess what I want to ask you guys is, because this is what I was thinking about all day, is if your team goes and wins this, how like, how important is it? How much do you care? Like, Because it's a shortened season. It's I mean, the rules are different. Um, I mean, I guess from... The Red Sox stamp. I mean, I'm an idiot. I'm an asshole. So, of, co- of course, if the Red Sox win, I'm going to throw it in everyone's face. They won't. But, I mean, I guess if you were like if you were like a team that hadn't won in forever, like the Rays. If the Rays win it and they're like, hell yeah, we're champions, and then everybody else can turn around and say, yeah, in a, in a Kinda. not real season. But uh, your, your reaction to the whole thing, Tuck? If you were saying like, it was a shortened NFL season, it was like six or eight games instead of but it's a 60 fucking game season. Yeah. And then the playoffs are the same. Like, I don't understand how it's like, yeah, we were only the best team for what, probably like the 85 games, so that doesn't really count. Like, no. Well, That's it's, a sports it, it's season. Only, it's only be- like then you have to discredit any NFL winner ever because all they did was win like 13 games. But well, no, okay. but what about like, Dylan's baseball? So it, different because it's be- it's because of the difference between you're comparing a season. That was 62, 162 games for however many years in a row to 60 games. So you can't compare them the same. We need, like I said before, ch- change no, it to something it. different. No, no, don't call no, it the I'm World not letting this finish. It's the coronavirus, no, Kobe Bryant no. Memorial <laughs> Trophy, and they're the winner. Congrats to them. Let's no, move on to but this. to Dylan's point, this. though, like the, the the defending national champions through their first 60 games had only won 19 games. Yeah. That's how different baseball is. But here's the thing. Everyone's playing by the same rules. You can't be like, yeah, we would have won. The season was longer, but the season wasn't longer. If the game's 162 games and you still could have won, if there was just 20 more games, I'm not. I'm not that you still lost. I'm like, not I don't, saying you I'm can't not, say that it doesn't count because there weren't enough games. Because it's not like every team's not playing by those rules. I'm not. It's th- not like everyone knows going forward that these are the rules. I just don't buy the idea that because the season's shortened, it discredits. Well, if the Yankees victory. win, then I will 100 percent discredit them. Yes, if the them. Yankees win, we discredit <laughs> to the day we die. Twenty-six rings, not twenty-seven. But Dill, you were they're at twenty-seven. Well, I don't, I don't denounce the team that wins because of its a shortened season. I'm still going to give them praise for winning and beating everybody else, given Unless the rules. The Yankees. But you can't give it the same exact yes, feeling as you would an entire season. It's impossible. You're a you're a hundred games short. Don't care. <laughs> I agree with Don. Everyone else is playing the same amount of games. It's not everyone is on the same playing field, playing the I same amount of games. You. 
I don't know how you can say it doesn't count as much. I'm not much. saying it doesn't count. I'm well, you are because you're saying it does. Discounted. You literally said it doesn't count as much verbatim. Cam, but let's, Cam, what's your opinion on this? Because we're, we're getting heated heat over here. Um, I think it counts a third of the much. Oh my god, <laughs> you all are stupid. Um, but you have any more, th- more to say, Cam? <laughs> Tuck's lost it. He's got yeah, nothing else. That's it. It third of his much unless the Yankees win, which is it's legit. Um, if your team wins, then every whoever's team wins is going to count as a real championship. 100%. Oh, 100%. you got to ride that I'll out to the day. As down. a real oh, championship yeah. for every team but the Yankees. <laughs> that's not fair. I'm counting it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. I'm counting it as a championship for every team, regardless of who wins, but unless you can't give it the same amount of huzzah as you can for I can. A season where it went the full games. It's just baseball's so different in that same. this is like a this is like a third of a season. It, they're they're barely playing. The playoffs are the same. You still gotta beat every team. You still gotta win. You still gotta fucking win. But I want to go into the rule changes. I yeah. I was just about to bring those up. I yeah. think they're stupid. I, don't. I hate all of them. Uh, this runner on second base, great. So a single now can win any game. Great. That's super exciting. I don't get they the gotta get the games over quick. Get oh, less walk-off home runs. Yeah, cause I'll tell you why. When I think baseball, I'm like, damn, I wish these extra inning games were shorter. No, give me 25 inning games. I want to see the second baseman on the mound trying to throw a 65-mile-per-hour fastball. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. So here, I want – no, I'm going to say this. Two-out innings – for extra innings, just so that there could be extra, extra innings. <laughs> so, I love the universal DH rule. I've been so against, like, I've heard all oh, I've heard a lot of talk about getting rid of the DH in the AL. I love the universal DH rule. How are you going to grow the game? People love the long ball. Nobody cares about some scraggly guy coming up to the plate and striking out every time. I love it. Or, or, or ramming one into the so ground. So you don't love interleague play when you no. see Chris Sale get up to bat? I do. No, I'd rather watch David Ortiz hit a home run. Well, guess what? You can still watch David Ortiz hit a home run. But guess what? In interleague play, when you have David Ortiz trying to play first base... I don't like that. And you have Chris Sale trying to hit, it adds a little bit of extra entertainment to the game. Everybody knows offense is way more entertaining in baseball. Yeah, but you know what? The weirdness of these situations make it better. I disagree. Like, if you had to watch Shaq bring the ball up the court back in the day, would you be like, that's kind of fun? Like, it was like, hey, every fourth quarter, Shaq has to bring the ball up. I'd be like, cool. That sounds fun. Sorry. I'd rather see Shaq Make dunk baseball, from hit from the post. No, I'd rather have baseball be fun. Sorry, I'd that's my see, bad. I'd rather see that's Shaq break bad. a backboard from the post. Do he what can he's still supposed do, to do that. He can still do that, but you can also watch him try and bring it up the court and watch that it's, kind it's of a, stuff. It's not equivalent. It's, it's just, so it's much a false fun. Equivalency. It's just a fun part of the game, and they're like, hey, you know that thing that like people actually enjoy watching, which is pretty funny to watch? Let's just take that completely out of it. It's stupid. It's not funny. It's, it's, it's boring. Okay. In terms of the other rule, I'm kind of indifferent to the other rule. Dylan, you said you don't understand why they're changing it. I'll tell you why. Because the season, like we said, does not count. This is not like a yeah, real th- season. Th- this is, so they're this using is it as, as a test exactly. to see, like, yeah. how, are we going to speed up the game? Like, how is the ratings going to be? I mean, What's the time of the game is going to be? Hey, Cam, Cam's right. Maybe they break out the friggin' automatic umpires first weekend because they're like, these 85-year-old guys are going to have heart attacks from coronavirus with Joe baseballs. West, Joe West gets a so that we need, we need, we need, to, <laughs> we need automatic umpires because or else everyone's going to die. So, um, 
You're I'm right. I, you're right that that's, from him that's about prob- lives matter. I, I'm su- I'm surprised that they didn't put in more rules. I'm surprised they didn't try out something goofy, like move the pitcher's mound back, or I don't know. They did other things and other. Uh, well, I feel like this universal DH put in here, but they didn't. I feel like the universal DH has been like the most talked about rule for the past five years, Hate like it. about switching. So they're testing that one out. And this one, I think the second one, the automatic runner, is just to try to see if speeding up the game is, like, a viable... Yeah, but that's not speeding up the game. No, because it is, because one friggin'... No, but if you're in extras, <laughs> one friggin' single wins the game. And you were saying the Rays are a fast team. That might help the Rays. Yeah, because everyone's okay, always been win. saying that extra innings is the worst part of baseball. Yeah, because that's the part yeah, you want to speed up. Yeah, that's the part I... And end that's what I know. I'd rather, I'd rather watch a walk-off single than a walk-off dinger. Yeah, thank God they're cutting that off. <laughs> Cam, your Make thoughts baseball on the rule changes? Fun again. Your thoughts on the rule changes, Cam? Being very patient over here. Um, I think if they're going to change some rules, they need to change them drastically to something crazy. I like, like it. I like that, Cam. Like every once per game, any inning, some non-pitcher has to throw the entire inning. See, this is the type okay, of stuff I'm this talking is about, perfect- Cam. This is the perfect time to drop the rule change for baseball that I've held on to for eight years now. Okay, hear me out. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. The catcher gets a gun with one bullet in it (laughs) for the entire season. If a guy steals, you can shoot at him. If you hit him, you win the game. You just straight up win. If you miss, the, the, the runner gets to kneecap you. Listen, hear me out. It's ridiculous, right? But think about it. I mean, if it's a game-changing situation, you have you have to hit that shot. Can it be a can it be not a lethal gun? Technically, I guess paintball so. gun. That makes more sense. Okay. But then there's no but then there's no stretch for the catcher. Then he'll fire whenever he wants. Like he'll just no, fire. but you only get one shot. There has to be no. There has to be like a big big weight to it. <laughs> and death. we need death. And no, listen. That'll get the game. No, excited. listen though. People will, will but watch they won't, that game they won't for do eight that. hours. But they won't shoot. Gets... They will never shoot. Because they'll be scared of getting kneecapped. And how, how are you going to hit that shot on a moving target if you're not trying? And, and then they're going to have to train in a shooting range. It is a huge shot. You get one bullet for the entire year. And the ump has the umps all have guns too, so they can shut down any, any crap that goes on. But you have one shot, and you they'll never do it unless it's a dire situation. It'll be like history when they finally take the first shot. That's always been my rule to, to, make, to make it more exciting. This That's always like, been my thought. Have you ever heard my take on pedestrians? <laughs> no. <laughs> my take was to, you know, like pedestrian cities, huge assholes, just walk through the street, never pay attention. I think every car should be allowed to hit one person a year. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't <laughs> that solve asshole walking. People that just like. One's red, one's green. Or if like, it's red, they can hit you. If it's green, they can't. But that, like, you only get one. So you got to use it wisely. And it's going it's to be like the assholes that, like, saunter across the street when there's a line of cars waiting for them or the people that just don't even look and go across the street tell me you're looking both ways every time if there's a car just coming around the corner and they're allowed to hit you once a year I you mean, don't I know would if not that guy used his once i would not cross the street as liberally as i do okay but, but you probably <laughs> won't play baseball if there's a chance you're getting shot in the head for trying to steal a base i mean i might try Maybe people just won't steal exactly it changes the game. It makes it more that exciting. Would be bad for the You're like today is going to be the day they shoot somebody. All right, uh, we're on a tangent. I just I, that was a perfect time to bring. I've been waiting to bring that up for 28 episodes now. But um, all right, so let's move on to probably our last topic of the night. The NBA has released their schedule. Um, 
So I was looking at this schedule, and this schedule has been has been made so the Pelicans make the playoffs. Yeah. The Pelicans play, yeah. I think. I don't. How many games do they, they play? I don't even. I don't even know. They they play eight regular season games. The Pelicans play seven teams that aren't in the playoffs. Are in the playoff hunt. Good. Or six or seven. Zion needs to be in these playoffs. They're gonna lose every single game. They they have rigged it um, so that the Pelicans will make it. But um, in terms of some important games, you've got um, Lakers Clippers on the thirtieth. You've got the Celtics versus the Bucks on the thirty first. Uh, I mean, just a ton of games that are going to have real weight to them. Uh, Rockets, Lakers, team. yeah, Bucks, Raptors, uh, Bucks, Sixers. I mean, Bucks are huge in every game. But I mean, so the so the East, the East has a lot less teams. The the only teams that are that are in like playing in the East are Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philly, Brooklyn, Orlando, and the Wizards, Washington Wizards, and the West has. The Lakers, the Clippers, teams. the Denver, yeah, the Nuggets, yeah, eleven teams. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I just find it funny that the NBA so clearly was just like we want Zion to be in the playoffs. You guys heard that um, DeAndre Jordan not coming back for the playoffs? I did not hear that. Corona just. But I also it. heard that they're gonna let t like like players like use their own nameplates, like put whatever they want on yep. the back of their jerseys, like the XFL. Which is pretty sick. Did you hear Ja Morant? I saw Ja Morant. So I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to address it. But um, what do you think? Uh, Cam, I'll start with you because you're getting a little boxed out because you're on Skype. But what do you what do you think about the NBA schedule? What do you think about the NBA? Uh, the Pelicans getting a free ticket to the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, if you're going to do it, um, you know, everybody's kind of not taking this season as like a real season. I think it's you just got to try to make money at this point, and that would be Zion winning a championship in his rookie season, which may be my ways to take next year. Next oh, year. terrible! Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on it on the play on the schedule? I mean, I love the schedule. It's going to be must-watch basketball every single night. I'm going to be gambling excessively. Probably going to rip, rip through all my money because I'm not going to win a single bet. But um, I can't wait. I mean, how can you not be excited for this? Are you guys going to say that this season doesn't count either? I'm just curious. Okay, well, I was going to touch on that. This season counts way more than the MLB season because they for already sure. played. For they sure. had 10 games left when it got canceled. So they played yeah. a full season. The only thing that's squirrely about this is they they redid the, the, the games, right? It's not They're not playing out the rest of their season. They well, they reorganize. They're only teams playing teams that, that would have made it. Yeah, so that's kind of. But that's a more competition. Weird, but if anything, yeah, that's I, better competition. It's still a little funky. I mean, I, you, you, it's I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I will say, was it eight games? You said eight games. I think I can commit to eight Celtics games, which will be the most Celtics I've watched <laughs> in ages. So I might actually watch some basketball for uh, when this starts back up. So the first game back for the Celtics is the Milwaukee game, which is going to be very interesting. Then you've got uh, down the line Miami, which is going to be a good game. Brooklyn, Toronto, uh, and then Washington to finish the season out. But so is everybody making the playoffs? No. Everyone but one in the East, and everyone but five in the West. All right, that's also strange. But, Wait, no, but because I, I, no, I, I, it's because I, the West I, has so much more competition. I get what you mean. I, I, and there were three teams that had a chance weird. to make the playoffs. 
All right, that well, weren't in currently versus the East, which what's had the coronavirus only rule with one. the ball? Every time a ball goes out of bounds, they get a new ball. Well, each pit layer is being tested like before every game, yeah, and if so they are tested, they have to they ha- and then they positive. They're no out for checks. two weeks. Is there going to be less defense? If I mean, someone good, doesn't, good if someone, no, because so. I think if, if, they're testing enough that they know everyone on the court at any given game won't have it. They're testing everyone the day before every single game, like yeah. It's pretty excessive. You get those results in less than Yeah, they can hours. get them all in like less than an hour, apparently. All right. Okay. It's so only, if, I will say, it's only if there's... Um, if someone's people, number 19 they and they don't have their name be COVID, I mean, that's just... A, that's <laughs> ridiculous. That's Huge a, missed opportunity. I don't know how that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I want to buy... If anyone... Someone, who's number 19 on the Celtics? If they don't... If they're under COVID-19 who's jersey... The first, who's the first guy that got it? I can tell you no, one. No, no, the guy... Oh, uh, Gobert. Make him number 19 and he's COVID-19. <laughs> the rest of his career. I think he's still in hot water over all that, so I don't think he can. <laughs> all right. So, quickly, let's go around. Who do you think's winning the championship? Uh, I'll say, I've said this from the start, Lakers, uh, because of the Kobe factor, because LeBron and AD are so good together. But now there's a new part to that, the X factor. JR, baby! JR's <laughs> coming back. He's been having a great time, I'm sure, during quarantine, having a lot of marijuana cigarettes. JR's going to uh, be the guy that um, tests positive. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out in Orlando every day partying, but oh. I got the Lakers winning it. Uh, I could see the Celtics making a run though, and I'd be I'd love to see that. Especially, I just hope Tatum comes back to the same level he was at. But I got the Lakers winning it, man. I think this is their year. It's gonna, especially how weird it's been. I mean, it's gonna be funny in all these sports coming back, seeing the dynamic changes of teams nights before big games when just like players can't play for two weeks. Because they because yeah because they, they get tested by well that's gonna be crazy in the NFL <laughs> that people are just gonna be like out with COVID no all, yeah no all, all sports baseball yeah. basketball um but Football. Tucker who do you got winning the league so year? I love it this year because there's so many teams that have a shot yeah it feels so much more open than years past but um I also have the Lakers you gotta bring in the Kobe factor or you gotta bring in the LeBron and AD and I feel like they're the, probably the most talented team. And before all this COVID, the team that got screwed by COVID was the Clippers. Because the Clippers had been resting all year. They were ready for a playoffs. Like, they had, I think Paul George and Kawhi had only played 10 games together the entire season. Just because, like, they were resting excessively just so that they could be ready for the playoffs. I hate that garbage. Oh, I hated it too. But it was, like, in terms of a business decision, it put them in a great spot for this playoffs. And now they don't have it. They like that one advantage they had. They lost. Dell, who's winning this year? Um, I I can't go with the Lakers. As soon as somebody on the Lakers gets COVID, LeBron's gonna hide in a hole like a little hermit. I think we're gonna get um, name a team. I don't care. Flip a coin. Milwaukee. Bucks. I like Ooh. the Bucks. I like the Bucks. So uh, I don't know anybody on the team, but go Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Who's the guy? Who's the white guy that I brought up before? Jokic. He's I like on the him. Nuggets. Okay, go Nuggets. Are the Nuggets even in it? I don't even know. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I did. Okay, okay uh, Cam, we got right one in the NBA. Um, so like Tucker said, I I like this factor that that you know there's more teams have a shot. It, it's the closest thing I can get to my March Madness upset. So I'm excited for that that aspect of it. Um, I think it's the Lakers. I think LeBron. Um, People are going to, you know, take this away from LeBron when he wins it. And they're going to say, oh, this doesn't even count. But he was on a 
care. Yeah, he was. I, I knew. Yeah, and, and you just take him out of that hot streak. I think it's even more impressive for him to win this championship this year. So, I, I mean, mean, the I, Jordan I like the stands. Um, I like the Heat in the East. Got to go with my boys. Uh, they're they're on the come up. We talked about this earlier. Got off to the Heat. Um, they're the new dynasty in the NBA. But well, Ben so, talked about it when you weren't here. Ben talked about it when you weren't here. His whole take was that the, the he got screwed. I listened. I listened to it. It was a great take. I talked about that before. Shout out Ben. Good guy. He's all right. All right. So that's it for sports. I mean, it's been, it's been a, an interesting week in sports, but uh, we're running a little long here. So let's get into the movie. I didn't watch it. Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I didn't watch wow, it. I wa- I'm the only one that watched it, really. I My own movie. I didn't so have who, time. Who loses you point? didn't watch it. Nobody loses. We all watched The Room or The Disaster Artist last yeah. week. Uh, Cam, you didn't watch your own movie? I'm so upset, too. I, I kept making plans. I'm it's like, on okay, Netflix. It, this it was time. the first one that was that on just, Netflix, and I watched it. I did try to watch it uh, Wednesday night, and um, my Netflix account, like I said, is still not working correctly. So I couldn't. And then I forgot about it. So... Dylan, I guess, okay. break down the Matrix. Give me a point. That's all I want. Um, the <laughs> Matrix. The whole three. <laughs> no plot. No plot. I'm going to watch it. I won't spoil the plot, I guess, because you guys are all losers. Red pill or blue pill? Um, he t- Oh, I'm colorblind, so I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> but I was waiting for the movie to get confusing because everybody says like it's a complete like mind screw and you're like oh my god I can't believe like someone like thought of this this is wild what a crazy story I was just like waiting for it to get confusing it never really got confusing oh it, big brain Dylan. It, it was it was like it, it was a cool concept I guess I didn't actually really love the movie um, IMDB gives it like a nine billion yeah. uh, like they really love it people love it um i'll, I'll give it a solid uh, seven two it was just another action movie for me i didn't really love it i said last week that i was excited to watch it because i haven't seen it i really wasn't excited that was a lie i, I wasn't really i mean i'm into the sci-fi genre but like again everybody was i guess it was just the hype of it and i just didn't it didn't live up to the hype that i thought like cam says he's like into movies that like he doesn't expect to be that good and then are like good so he gets happy for that. Um, I don't know if you'll feel that for this, but we'll see. Maybe if you guys watch it. Keanu Reeves. He's in it. He is in it. He's in a video game coming out soon. That's yeah. cool. He's big. In, he's been in the news. Uh, all right. Well, unfortunately, that's a short short movie segment. <laughs> yeah, give me a question. I'll, I'll answer your question. How cool is it when he dodges the bullets? I mean, it's 1999. <laughs> so what did it's you think? Okay. What do you think of the idea that this movie was made about a woman's transition that was transgender and how she felt during that time what yeah the person that wrote it was a trans a woman transgender woman apparently i was not aware of that yeah no at least i think so that could be no i didn't know (laughs) i don't i don't i don't see a lot of connections uh to that but i mean i'll ask you a question i guess do you think that we are living in a simulation i mean yes there's, uh, there's, Cam says yes. There's, ev- there's evidence that says it's a possibility, so anything, we, we'll never know. So Cam, you were a quick yes there. What are the, yes. What's the thought process? Um, it's a yes. I mean, I just think about it as like a couple reasons. One, space is crazy. <laughs> don't even get me started on space. I don't even want to get into that. Space is nuts. 
and we've never, no one's ever found us with evidence, and we've never found ed- anyone with evidence. That Can makes me believe UFOs, that, like, UFOs. it wasn't, like, we weren't meant to find anyone. We were kind of just meant to you know, learn about that. And I think that the simulation is, like, the, the way I always think of it is, like, this is some crazy smart alternate universes, like, sixth grade science project. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> well, who let, the, who let their little brother on to start plugging in BS in 2020? Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> someone did some fuck shit this year. <laughs> All right, uh, I think it is Dylan's, t- Tucker's turn. Mm-hmm. Tucker's turn for the movie. What are we watching? Can we all watch it, please? We can all watch it, and you all have to watch is it. Is it on Netflix? It is not. It's no. You're right. We actually all, everybody except for Dylan has to watch this. Week. And Dylan won't watch it. Dylan's never watched a movie I've picked. But we're watching the 18 this week. Not the old one, the new one with Liam Neeson oh, and Bradley I Cooper. This. I love this movie. Oh. Just rewatched it this week. I was like, this is a great movie. <laughs> Fucking loved it every time I watched it. Bradley Cooper and Liam Neeson, great casting. Oh. Big action movies are maybe my least I, favorite. I love action the movies. To watch. You you can do. I'll Venmo you four dollars. I don't have Venmo. Really... <laughs> I don't do. This I said this Venmo to you Saturday night. Book. I said join the 21st century. Just get Venmo. Just get no. it. Just get it. No. Just get it. No. Everyone I, I, has it. All right. Poll this week. Should Dylan get Venmo? If we get it. over 11 votes on it, saying yes, then you have to. I tried it once. Dylan, here's the, two of the four dollars <laughs> that it cost to buy down payment. The movie. If you if you they watch all, it, he'll give you the other two. They they said here. There's the rest of the deposit. A few cents in your bank account. Send the amount back to us. I did that. Then it didn't work, and I said, all right, screw it. This thing doesn't like me. I'm never gonna use it. So you've got shady banking. No, I that was actually like the me with Fidelity. In. I tried to make a Fidelity account, and there it was like it didn't work, so I just ended up not doing it. All right, that's episode twenty-eight. The Cam Newton era has begun. I'm excited. Um, baseball's back, baby. Baseball's back. No, Basketball's coming that. back. Oh. Hockey. What's up with uh, hockey? Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out hockey. But um, all right, so that's episode twenty-eight. Check us out on socials. Uh, vote on our polls, please. Uh, got some decent interaction this week. Not nothing crazy, but. Uh, millions and billions of viewers. Hey, it was nice to talk about sports this week. It was. It was. I felt happy. I was really episode. tired coming into this, and now I'm, I'm pumped. I'm I was pumped. amped up at work all day. I was like, I can't wait to do what's sake. Usually I'm dreading it, because you guys all suck. But, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. See you. Yeah.